Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to talk about the difference between avoidant attachment and personality level variables that make a person less willing to connect. And I think this is super important because attachment theory, much like narcissism before it, is tremendously in vogue, and that means that it becomes... um, you know, we start to to not be able to think clearly about things and to think that they are cure-alls or, you know, entire guiding philosophies and everything, you know, has to be, um, you know, uh, understood through the lens of attachment and it's just not true. So I'll be getting into that right after I tell you to subscribe. The most recent episode was on highly sexual women and alpha males and whether you really want to be with them. And if you do, what you would have to think about. Um, Okay, so attachment theory. Um, There are plenty of ways to understand people. Attachment style is one of them. Um, Personality, though, is is even larger. That's a whole field that, you know, most of uh, a lot of personality is genetically, you know, inherited. And so... Um, understanding people primarily through their experiences with their caregiver does have its limitations because, yeah, sure, everybody has an attachment style, but, you know, everybody isn't just an attachment style. And some of the focus on attachment theory makes people forget that there is like a wide variation and normal distribution of every, every personality trait. And so some people just cannot be changed. The reason that this is so pernicious is in theory, if somebody was insecurely attached and they had great therapy and a loving partner, they would be able to grow more secure. But if somebody doesn't want to connect because of who they are as a person, their personality, then ain't nothing going to change that, right? No amount of therapy and no amount of loving connection with an intimate partner is going to heal them because they're not broken. They're, they don't need to be healed. They are just someone who doesn't really like to connect. And so that used to just kind of be a thing. Like there are some people that don't really like to connect. But nowadays, everything is also seen through an overly um, therapy-heavy lens. And I talked about that in my podcast, my subscriber podcast, uh, Should Everybody Go to Therapy? Um, And it's great, you know, that people like therapy now so that people who need therapy can get it. But, you know, nothing is, is, you know, everything in moderation. So the idea, I specifically see this with a lot of women that date these avoidant guys and women are more um, aware of when somebody's avoidant because they're women, they're more psychologically minded. They've been reading quizzes about like shit, like attachment style, whether or not it was called that, like in Cosmo and teen magazine, since they were like, you know, 12 years old. So women will frequently be like, Oh yeah, my, my fiance or my boyfriend is avoiding attachment, but you know, he just needs to work through some stuff. He just needs to open up. You know, I think that with enough like love and care, he's going to, 
going to become, you know, more securely attached. And then I like, I meet the guy or like we're talking about the guy. He's super high on sensation seeking, which is an element of personality that is not um, something to be cured. That is just how the dude is. He just likes like sensation. He likes extreme sports. He likes travel. He likes to experience shit, you know? So he's not going to want to sit at home and cuddle. And it has nothing to do with his attachment style at all. He could love his mother and have had, you know, a relatively normal, healthy upbringing. And yes, there are such things, you know, us raised in dysfunctional families don't really remember that, but yeah, plenty of people have pretty good upbringings, you know? And, uh, and quite honestly, he just, he doesn't like to sit at home. He, he has a low need for uh, physical touch, except sex. He's going to like sex. He's a young guy, right, in theory. So we're talking about like your average woman that I, I encounter in her 20s or 30s that's looking to for, for her avoidant boyfriend or husband to turn into a secure boyfriend or husband, which what she thinks that means he's going to really settle down. He's going to love to be domestic. He's going to love to cuddle. He's going to become romantic. He's not going to become those things. You know, there, they, it's very rare, right? We, I want to err on the side of, of conservative estimates that he's not going to change, you know, because so few people do. So let me describe um, the personality traits further that, that can masquerade as avoidant attachment in our attachment-friendly uh, current cultural milieu, right? So sensation-seeking, high sensation-seeking, low need for physical touch, um, hyper-independence, like really being very independent, uh, dislike of, um, you know, what would we call psychological mindedness? You know, this is a, a variable, how aware somebody is and how interested they are in psychological stuff. They could be very low on that. Um, they could be super hyper-rational, like an engineering type or something like that. I get a lot of those guys. The wife brings them in and says they must have Asperger's. They don't have Asperger's. Some of them have Asperger's, not all of them. You know, some of them just really like math and really don't like intimacy, you know? I mean, like, that's just who they are. And their father was like that, and their grandfather was like that, and that's just your, your son, if you have a son with that guy, may be like that. It doesn't matter how much love and cuddling you give them. And, like, you got to think about this. Young girls that are dating are really excused from, from being naive in this regard uh, because they haven't had kids yet, right? Um, but some of us have, most of us listening to somebody called Dr. Psych Mom have had kids. And so think about your children, right? I mean, you try to love your children. You're listening to goddamn Dr. Psych Mom, right? I mean, you're trying to grow as a person. You're trying to be a loving and good parent. Didn't you have some babies that were more cuddly and more independent than others? I certainly did, right? So that's personality level. Everything isn't about attachment. So I frequently get in therapy women that are... are trying to describe like this avoidant attachment guy but he isn't like he's he's a guy that just like honestly uh he loves her but she's only going to be ever like really kind of 10 or 20 percent of what he does or thinks about that's just how he's wired he's high activity high energy low need for closeness it's not pathological. It has nothing really to do with anything but how he's wired. You know, um, it's, 
it's not it's not on trend to talk about like how much stuff is genetic you know people like and especially in our western culture to assume that you could change anything with enough time and effort it's really hard to change your basic personality especially because these guys don't want to you know they, they don't really want to change their basic personality they like it and so what can frequently happen is that people are different attachment styles within different relationships because um you know like imagine even if you were securely attached and you had to for some reason be with somebody who was very avoidant it would drive you nuts enough to become kind of preoccupied after a while right I mean uh, some people are like no I would be so psychologically healthy no matter what you don't know no matter what obviously you know I mean a, a shitty situation can make people act totally different but the the reality is these guys if they if they are made to stay with a woman because they don't have the um, either the balls to break up with her or they or she's acting like she'll be okay with their personality but she's really not or they get her pregnant or like whatever and they're kind of like end up in a situation like this they can turn more avoidant but that still wouldn't necessarily be who they started out as they kind of started out as like a high energy high sensation seeking low need for intimacy guy just uh super um like a lot of of natural adrenaline and 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 some people by the way don't have the sensation seeking component but they just don't have the intimacy need you know they don't have the the desire for physical touch they don't really have much um they just don't have a big need for love you know i mean people people all people all aren't the same you know and and this is this is no matter what you do about it like people aren't going to be the same some people need and want more physical and emotional intimacy than others so particularly uh young women who get very I mean, being like in your 20s is so funny in retrospect. You'd be like, oh my God, we've been dating for three years. If I broke up with him, it would be humiliating. I thought we were going to get married. I love him. I can't believe that he wouldn't want to commit to me. Of course he does. He says it sometimes. He says it when he's drinking, you know, every few months. He says, he's even one time said something about that I would be a really good mother. So I'm really thinking that, you know, I, I think it's his mom, really, you know. I think she was really cold to him. And so, you know, I think that with enough time and love, he's really going to blossom. I, I was reading Attached, you know, that book, right? And I really think he's textbook avoiding. Yeah, like, I mean, uh, maybe, but probably not. Probably he's a guy that just likes to do a lot of shit and doesn't value being in a relationship. Now, how can you tell if a guy is avoiding attached? You know, women are on tenter hooks listening. And, you know, of course, this isn't just for women. There's obviously, as I've written about avoidant wives, plenty of men get into this situation too. But the men don't start out usually in a situation coming to, to a therapist and at age 28 and being like, there's a problem. My girlfriend is avoiding attachment. Like they don't fucking know. Like this is like beyond not what they think about usually. Maybe everything's changing as I always say with Generation Z. Maybe everything's going to change. But I never seen a man in his 20s and I do work with them come to me and say, I think that the problem is her attachment style. No, they, they don't even think like this. Women think like this, right? And so the point being, okay, what is then avoidant attachment? Avoidant attachment is when he seems to, um, I, 
have a lot of ambivalence and conflict in his earliest uh, family experiences. And he um, has a lot of negative attitude from that. So the classic example that is, is pretty prevalent is the man whose parents got divorced, right? And he has a lot of trust issues then because let's say his mother left for a time or his mother cheated, something like this. And so you can like, like a, uh, you would, you don't need to be a psychologist to see it. it's like a direct arrow from some attachment injury that is very obvious to the man's current attachment style. And it's a man that you have tried to break up with him at least a couple times and he wants to come back because that's classic. So uh, people who have insecure attachment, they don't, they, they stay stuck in the bad situation. The other kind of guys that I'm talking about with the personality where, where they just don't require like a lot of love and get really antsy when you try to constrict them and confine them and they just want to do what they want to do. Those guys, if you try to break up with them, they'll say no harm, no foul. I had a good time with you and I really realized I wasn't making you happy and I wish you the best. They're like fucking relieved. They're like, okay, get get me out of here. I love this person. I'm obviously not making her happy. She's making me take all these attachment quizzes. I just go, want to go on my goddamn ski trip, go to my job, make some money, hang out with my friends. This shit is overwhelming. Those guys, they're, they're, they don't have attachment injuries. They just don't want to be married. That's like they, they don't really know how to tell you they're not very mature. The woman they're dealing with is not very mature uh, either, as is evidenced by the fact that she's like literally not looking at the red flags in front of her face that the man doesn't want to commit. Nobody's being their best self. Fine. But if, if it's an attachment issue that could potentially somehow be resolved with therapy, then the guy will have these things in his past. He has a lot of ambivalence in, toward his family. He has a lot of trust issues stemming from directly observable issues in his family, frequently involving some form of, of real kind of coldness, neglect, abandonment, something like that. Um, had to really be an adult at a young age, had to be hyper-independent, and so he's like conflicted in your relationship with him. When you say you want to end it, he kind of freaks out, you know. Um, and then, of course, when you're back, then he goes back to being avoidant. And so then you feel really gaslighted. But it's not like it's not like he's trying to do that. He's somebody who's hooked into this avo- uh, pr- pursuer distancer dynamic, right? So. But but do you hear kind of what I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm saying is, okay, if this guy does have avoidant attachment, does he sound like a great catch, though? I mean, like, you'd be like, I mean, think about how funny it is, right? So I'm like, okay, there's these guys with a personality that they don't want to commit. Then there's some other guys who potentially maybe could get attachment issues cured, but they're even more wounded. They have a deeper history of being wounded in their family of origin. And so then the women listening, there's women listening, and I feel for you who are like, oh, good, (laughs) good. He is a terrible childhood experience and lasting attachment issues that are so deep and conflicted. He's incredibly ambivalent about romantic relationships. Thank God, though, he's that and not the one that just doesn't want it, you know, that just doesn't value relationships. Girl, what are you thinking? Think more clearly. You don't want to get involved with this shit either. Neither of these guys is who you want to be with. Neither one, neither one. 
What I want to point out is also the avoidant attachment guy. It's no nothing near a straight shot to resolving this. And many people with avoidant attachment go to therapy and still stay pretty avoidant, although maybe a little bit better. Try, if you're not married yet, if you're not married yet, to think about that there are plenty of securely attached men out there. And if you're never attracted to them, after your own deep work, therapeutically, you very well may be. Because primarily women with low self-esteem go for avoidant men. We all been there, you know. And and you you got to think about what you're what you're setting yourself up for, which is a world of hurt, you know, because the attachment issues are arguably even worse to commit to than the guy who just wants to go on his ski trips and make his money. You know, because at least the guy who wants to go on the ski trips and make his money and has a personality where he doesn't need a lot of love, at least he's not going to like be conflicted and angry about having his needs encroached on. He's not going to like it, but he's not going to be angry. The avoidant attachment guy frequently gets angry. That's even worse, quite honestly, when you think about committing to a long-term partner. Somebody who gets angry when uh, they feel like somebody's trying to smother them versus somebody who's just perplexed and like just wants to do his thing, which is more of the low intimacy need um, securely attached guy, right? Who's one day that securely attached guy, the the one who likes to just do his thing, sensation seeker. He's gonna meet, marry um, a woman who likes the same thing, who likes to go about her business too, or who has exactly the same hobbies as him, you know, and really likes to do the same activities. And then he'll be securely attached to her, you know. But he's not gonna be securely attached to you because you like to sit at home and watch TV and cuddle. And he does not ever like to do that. So it is a mismatch, but you know, he could be securely attached to somebody else. Mr. Avoidant attachment is gonna make you or somebody else miserable because he's so difficult to connect to and he's so angry at the world from whatever experiences he had that made him avoid an attachment. So he's so angry at you for trying to be close. This is not something you need either. This is not a best case scenario. This is another bad scenario. If you are the classic woman that I work with, because there are so many that want very much to be in a romantic relationship with somebody who does like to stay home and watch your shows with you and cuddle, not all the time, but a large amount of the time and likes to go on dates and likes to have sex and likes to be close and and wants to talk about the future you know like a the the uh, romantic guy that you want there are these guys out there but you it's going to be very easy with them and if you are not trained to think that a relationship could be easy then you're going to ignore them and you are not going to like them in favor of the guys who are more difficult that go along with what you were raised to think of a relationship is which is a woman endlessly pursuing a man that doesn't want to spend time with her you know and if you didn't see this i'd be shocked you may have seen it in the gender inverse but there are very few women that get themselves into these situations where they all they want is to be romantic and close and cuddle and then they can't find somebody because so many guys want this so many guys do want this that's real that's reality so many guys really do want to be in love and in fact the number one reason guys come in on happy and couples counseling is because their wives aren't romantic to them 
Sex is a proxy variable, as I discuss endlessly, for what they really want, which is open expression of love. So you can certainly find these guys, but if you consistently find yourself drawn to, to guys who don't want to hang out and be close and be loving in the way that you want, therapy can really help. It can really, really help. I mean, women like this are meant for therapy. Like, they do so well in therapy. They like nothing more than talking about feelings. That's the fucking problem, is that the guy never wants to talk about feelings. Well, therapists love to talk about feelings, and you'll talk about them and think about them and get to a place where you can understand why you keep self-sabotaging by going for one of these two bad types of guys for you, one of which is actually avoidant attachment, and has a, I don't know, a 1% chance of like resolving into a securely attached guy, you know, like maybe not 1%, but it's not, not much more. They always kind of stay avoidant, by the way. They stay kind of on the avoidance side. So therapy can help, you know, but why are you going to get yourself into um, a situation where they're always going to be on the side of avoidant? They could get closer to the middle, but that's never going to be enough because at some point you're going to wake up, realize your value, realize that there are men out there that want to be close and be so angry at yourself for not waiting till you found one. Or... You'll be with Mr., you know, spends 90% of his time outside the house because, you know, he doesn't really need closeness. And he's a nice guy and he loves you, but he never, ever wants to spend as much time together as you do, which is also going to make you unhappy. So if you are one of the very few people that is, you know, um, able to be self-aware enough to say, I got to get into therapy to change this pattern, then good. Then let this be a wake-up call to you to do that. You could change yourself a hell of a lot easier than you could change any of these men. And there are so many men that just want to hang out and be close. Not that they don't do anything else. Of course, they have jobs, they have hobbies, they have whatever. But their default is to want to be close. This is a thing. This is real. Women know this if they grew up in happy families with fathers who wanted to be around their mothers. If you didn't and you are one of us adult children of dysfunctional families, then you've never seen this, so you don't believe it's real. It's real. I promise to you it's real. This really is real. So it's real as it gets. So yeah, and so many women, when I publish things like on Instagram and what have you, where I'm like, there are guys out there that actually want to be nice and be close. They're like, really? Like, really? Like, they, they message me, really? Is that really true? Because they were not raised seeing any such thing. And of course, there's a male equivalent as well. Guys who never saw uh, their mother be nice to their father, so they assume that all women are mean to men. And then, of course, what do they find? A woman who's mean to them. All right. Well, I hope that this was interesting to you and let you think about things in different ways. And uh, please do subscribe. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, basically everywhere that is a platform I exist. And um, I will talk to you all soon. Have a great day.